What's going on, everybody? This is the Grind Syndicate. I'm Chris. The Grind Syndicate? Nope. Yeah, we messed that up. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start that one over. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? This is the Grind House Syndicate, and I'm Chris. This is Jordan. And today, we are covering 1998's science fiction horror movie, The Faculty. Good stuff. Yeah, it's a good movie. The nostalgia. All right, so before we get into it, got any cool horror movie news? Any any cool stuff you've been keeping up with? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, I got I got I guess I got some. So, uh Universal Studios announced that uh they're they're going to be doing what's their theme this year is going to be Stranger Things. Uh Ew. again. Yeah, Ew. I guess it's again. I wasn't last year Stranger Things. Yeah, I, I believe I so. Was. I think uh, it was. Yeah, I mean, they not- did that with The Walking Dead too, though. They were like yeah, but the Walking Dead was like horror. Uh, yeah, that's, Stranger that's Things issue. not horror. I don't, I don't count that Halloween, as horror. Halloween Horror Nights is supposed to be scary. Not like I, I personally find Stranger Things as a comedy with just strange things strange happening. Things happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a great time piece. Um, but definitely more on the comedy side. Last season, I guess like. The main character guy, he was a lot scarier, but uh, oh I yeah, just, I just don't find, just don't find that that scary. Yeah, they they um, in my opinion, I don't know this officially, but they ripped off the their villain is kind of a rip off of the void. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen the yeah, void, I've check the it. void yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I actually remember you mentioning that to me. It was definitely um like dead spot on. on. Yeah, yeah. It was, the whole look, the voice, the I, kind of attitude, like everything about that is kind of a rip off of the void. I can't believe that's not talked about more. It's well, I think the rip-off. void is just not like super well known. It's kind of it's kind of known more of like hardcore horror fans. But it's just not, I guess it's not big enough. Like Stranger Things is such this colossal, this colossal show that attracts more than just horror fans. And it's, you know, it just overshadows a movie like The Void, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I can see How that. many people's watched The Void and been like, The Void ripped off of Stranger Things? <laughs> Anybody who's seen The Void after Stranger Things came out yeah. last season. But it's uh, not anybody, anybody who's not in the know. Yeah. Uh, another another little bit of news is um, the writers and the actor strike has kind of completely, I said kind of and then completely, but has completely put a stop on any of the production on Scream 7. Doesn't break my heart. I yeah. think the screams are coming out too fast. I uh, yeah, and that that happens when they try to rush stuff through for money, yeah. um, and then it, it ends up falling apart. I will say the last one was was much better. Oh uh, yeah, much better than part five. But after, besides everybody living, uh, it's going to be hard to top that, especially pushing it out that quick. Yeah, they don't even have a script yet. Yeah, they need they need to make movies around a good script, not decide to make a movie and then force a script. And I think that happens a lot with studios, and it uh, really fucks stuff up. Yeah, and a big worry too is as soon as this strike is over, because you know their estimate is going to last a few months. As soon as the strike is over, they're going to pretty much rush production on Scream Seven, and you know we're going to end up with this very mediocre movie. Because it was kind of rushed through. 
And I, uh, you know, that's, that's a very much a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see that happening. But yeah, that's uh, I don't know, kind of a little, just a little bit of news has been going on this week. The, um, the Exorcist. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. The Exorcist just they good. Yeah, Exorcist they just dropped. Good. What was it? Like promotional posters. Yeah, the posters. The posters look really good. Yeah, uh, even though the screening did not do well. Yeah. Well, they nailed those posters. Nailed the posters. I don't know about the screening the movie, of the posters. But... <laughs> were fantastic. But yeah, um, that's kind of the, you know kind of the some of the big news that's happening this week. We got an A twenty four movie coming out here soon. Um, what is another movie that just came out? Oh, no, an Insidious just came out about a week ago, and has done very well at the box office. Insidious, uh, the Red Door. Yep, number number five. Number five. Yeah, I'm not a big Insidious fan though. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad it's, movie. It's, it's, it's uh, the first two, I think, were better. And then they've kind of just, I feel like, drove that story into the ground a little bit. Um, but, hey, yeah, you never know. It might be great. I did see that if you are a fan of the first two, then this is kind of a movie for you. Because this movie returns kind of to the original story of the first two. Because we kind of got away from that. But, you know, we haven't seen it yet. We plan to go see it. Once we see it, we'll probably do a little short episode on what we think about it. And uh, we'll probably include, I don't know if we'll do spoilers or not. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll definitely be seeing it soon. You know, uh, Brooke, Brooke, my wife will definitely. Uh, oh, yeah. She's a huge insidious and in anything with ghosts. Anything fans, with ghosts. We'll be watching it soon. If it's ghosts or, I don't know, other ghosts, she's she'll watch it. Yeah. Ghosts, demons. Ghosts or demons. Yeah, demons. that's right. Yeah. Possessions. Uh, she'll watch anything. She'll watch B-movie, possession movies. Named Poltergeist, yeah. Exorcist. It just reels her right in. But yeah, let's talk, about, let's talk about The Faculty. The Faculty is a 1998 American science fiction horror film, and it is directed by Robert... Rodriguez, who's known for Machete, Grindhouse's Planet Terror, and just want to throw this in there, he actually directed all the stab scenes for the uh, the Scream movies. Okay, I, that's that's I did not know that. Yeah, Wes Craven didn't want to direct the like stab scenes himself. He wanted to make it seem like it was a, it was its yeah, own huh? separate movie. Oh. So he brought in a a separate director. And he brought in uh, Robert Rodriguez, so I that's, thought that was I thought that was super cool. I think that's yeah, that's awesome. That's uh, really really good idea. Most directors wouldn't think about that. Yeah. So the movie, um, it was so it says it's written by Kevin Williamson, but in Kevin Williamson, a lot of people know who he is. He wrote uh, the Scream movies. He wrote uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Halloween H two O. But actually, um, the original faculty is written by David Wachetti and Bruce Kimmel. They originally wrote the movie, and then the studio actually brought in Kevin Williamson to do rewrites because Kevin Williamson kind of, after Scream, was kind of like the hot name at the time. But yeah, so Kevin Williamson was brought in to make it cool. Actually, the quote is to make it hip. Um, So he came in, he did his rewrites. And Kevin Williamson actually gets the credit for writing this movie, but he did not write the story. So I just want to give credit to the the original two writers of the story. 
And this story is really uh, a, a um, them kind of paying homage to uh, the thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's that's one thing I noticed uh, a while back, and they actually touch on not specifically the thing, but they they kind of touch on some of the other movies that uh, and books that it was it was kind of a '90s version of those same stories. Yeah. Yeah, there's even a scene that's kind of uh, like a like a reminiscent of the thing where, you know, somebody's head gets cut off and they got like the head crawling around. Mm-hmm. And that is a callback to the thing. Yep. It was they should have did practical effects. It was very CGI. Yeah. Uh, N- yeah. CGI that. was was not uh, what it is now then. Yeah. The late 90s was a hey, let's CGI everything. But the movie stars uh, Josh Hartnett, Elijah Wood, Clay Duvall, Jordana Brewster, and Laura Harris. Some honorable mentions with the cast are Sama Hayek, Robert Patrick, John Stewart, and Usher. The late 90s was a time when you kind of had to have like a hip-hop star in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> At least a horror movie. Yeah, we had what was like Brandy was in like uh, the second I Know What You Did last summer. I remember that just being a thing back then. Yeah, I don't even know if Usher has a name in this movie. His character, he's just an asshole. It's like yeah. an asshole. Yeah, I don't, guy. I don't. I don't think they ever actually even give him a name. Yeah, it's I don't like think. we got to have Usher. In he's him. just Usher. They brought him in, did some rewrites to make it hip. Oh yeah, that that might have been. Uh, you know, it'd be hip if we got Usher. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a hip thing for 1999. Yeah, so the film, this is interesting, the film was released on December 25th in 1998 in theaters. It had a budget of $15 million. It made $40 million, but it only actually made $11 million on its opening weekend because it was Christmas weekend. Yeah, who who releases a horror movie on, on Christmas Day? Like, not many people, I feel like, are going and watching movies in the theaters on Christmas Day. Well, I I think that the reason that they released it at that time was because this script was originally written in 1990 and it was shopped around and nobody wanted it. And once Scream had kind of hit big, Dimension Films um, purchased the movie and then they rushed it through to make it. And then they kind of rushed it through the theaters. They were trying to cash in on that Scream horror movie money. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that's what happened. I mean, it's still weird to release it on Christmas Day. But I think that's at least the time frame of why it was released in December, at least. You said 1990? 1990. 1990, So it sat for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they ended up doing the rewrites on it. Because by the time it was written again was probably like 97. It, things you know, changed. Yeah. Things yeah, changed. Grunge done came through. Um, a lot of, a lot of di- things changed. Yeah. New metal was on the way. Grunge yeah. was out the door, <laughs> but yeah. So the story takes place in a fictional town named Harrington, Ohio, but it was actually filmed in Austin, Dallas, San Marcos and Lockhart, Texas. Uh, the high school is located in Lockhart, Texas. I think most of the movie was filmed in Lockhart, Texas. The the ratings, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 56%. IMDb gave it a 6.6 out of 10, and Letterboxd gave it a three and a half stars. Yeah, rot, Rotten Tomatoes, I could definitely see them being low on this one. Yeah. Like they're low on a lot of, a lot of good stuff. They don't, give many, they don't give many horror movies great ratings anyway, though. No, not unless it's a very artsy, yeah. very cinematic done really well in that regard they like elevated horror a lot but not not so much something like this 
Um, so our main cast, uh, Josh Hartnett is uh, Zeke Tyler, Elijah Wood is Casey Connor, Clea Duvall is Stokely, J- Jordana Brewster is Delilah Prophet, Laura ha- Harris is Mary Beth, Sean Hatsoy is Dan Rosito. And uh, you ready to jump into the plot? Yeah. All let's right. Do it. So this movie starts out with kind of a handful of teachers. They're meeting with Principal Drake during an evening at the high school, and they're trying to talk about the budget. And uh, they leave for the meeting, but uh, Principal Drake, she has to go back in. She she forgot her keys. And on her way back in, she's a, she's attacked by the football coach, Joe Willis. Uh, in this scene, like, Coach Willis is give, give, giving off some serious rape vibes. Yeah. And what's weird is she doesn't seem very surprised at yeah. all about that. <laughs> yeah, that was my thought is this guy must be a complete fucking creep or complete asshole. All the because, time. Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't really seem very surprised at all. No, no, no. She seems like she has to shoot him down all the time. But she ends up uh, kind of escaping from him, but then Miss Olsen gives her a little bit of stab with the scissors. That, that old bitch, Miss Olsen. Yeah, I really I'll like. S- I really like the intro to this movie. Yeah, I really like that part in particular um, because the first time I seen it, I remember that that uh, kind of shocking me. Like I didn't, I didn't see it coming. Oh no, I love a movie with a good intro. We get right into a kill. We get right into some some suspense. Uh, I'm all about that. Yeah, every horror movie should have a kill in the beginning. Oh, yeah, for sure. So the next morning, we're kind of introduced to all our main characters. We got Casey. He's kind of the nerdy outcast who is in love with Delilah. You got Delilah. She's a head cheerleader, editor of the school paper, and she's dating the star quarterback. You got Stan. He's a popular star quarterback of the football team. Zeke is a very smart but rebellious student who is repeating his senior year. You got Mary Beth, the new girl who just transferred from Atlanta, and Stokely, who is the loner goth chick. So, you know, Zeke sells like this drug. kind of. So, yeah, that's scat. what I want to talk Why about. Why would you call it scat? Isn't scat slang for poop? It is, 100%. <laughs> like, why would you... I mean, Kevin Williamson. Hey, he's saying this is some good shit. Well, Kevin Williamson was brought in to rewrite it and make it cool, and he did not know scat was shit. He didn't. I guess. Uh, I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, clearly he didn't. I had had no idea. He had. uh, Yeah, I. I would assume because that's fucking weird. Yeah, that that's really strange. Yeah, uh, that is such a stain on this movie, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I had to uh, double take at that. I, I'm like, did they call it scat? He's like sitting there writing the movie. He's like, what's like a cool slang word that we could name this drug? And he's like, scat. Yeah, Scats, all, that sounds cool. All the young kids love scat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm mean, like some good scat up your nose. Yeah, you probably thought that was going to become like a popular word or something. Like, oh man, this is going to be this is going to be a huge movie, and all the kids are going to be singing scat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can you imagine little John like scat, 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 scat? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's that's terrible. So yeah, I just I had to I had to bring that up, but. Uh, <laughs> That's horrible, man. Like, yeah, I, I don't even know if I can did, read how did my that notes. Make it, <laughs> how did that make it through uh, all the people all the who people. worked on the... Like, you know, you got producers who look yeah. over it. You got pre-screenings. Like, nobody was like, 
wrote hey, down man, this this maybe everybody like it was so obvious nobody said anything because they're like well obviously he knows that means shit like yeah it's gonna be so embarrassing and we find out that it's like the regional thing like that's only a thing where we're from yeah, <laughs> yeah. people in california is like i've never heard that before got yeah. only in south carolina yeah <laughs> so um good god i've lost where i'm at on my notes <laughs> yeah that's terrible i do love in this movie though how they uh, and they don't do it in very many movies. They actually introduce the characters in the beginning of the movie, like by their name, because I am a terrible with you names. As that. you know, I can't hardly remember my mom's name. It gets so bad. Uh, yeah, so they them giving us that that introduction, like you know, some movies will do it, and they'll do the actor that plays them, kind of a pre credits. Uh, but this one actually gave the characters it's names written it, on the screen. Helped, yeah, it helped me out a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So, um, this next scene, we get we get the scene where Stan tells Delilah that he wants to quit the football team and he wants to quit sports in general and he wants to focus more on academics. And she pretty much belittles him and she explains pretty much how it would damage her reputation. Fuck this bitch. Yeah. I hate her. That's I a, hate her notes. more than anybody else in this whole entire movie. We'll talk more throughout this episode about how much I hate her. I'm not going to dump it all right now in this part because I got plenty more. Yeah, I got plenty more for her yeah, later I, on. I got something here here at the end too, but yeah, it's it's very clear that she is only with him for popularity reasons, and that is it. And I I couldn't imagine how disheartening it would be to be like, no, I want to get a scholarship, I want to do good, and then just like your girlfriend's like, you're fucking too stupid for that. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's you're, you're going to hurt my reputation. If you are going to watch this movie for the first time and you think, man, she sucks. Go, I'm going to go ahead and break it to you. She sucks this whole entire movie. There's no scene in this movie that she is in where she's even slightly okay. Just going to go ahead and put that out there now. She's <clears> the <throat> reason Rotten Tomatoes gave this such a low rating. She is Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, so Mary Beth, she, she sees Stokely kind of sitting alone, and she decides to go speak with her and try to make friends with her. And during this conversation, uh, cunt-faced Delilah walks up and starts degrading Stokely. And this is the point where we learn that these two pretty much hate each other. They are kind of like enemies, I guess. Another thing I want to bring up is, so with Mary Beth... I really don't like in this movie how they kind of tried to play up this like because, you know, she's from Atlanta. She tells everybody she's from Atlanta. They kind of try to act like Atlanta's like this small town. Like yeah, she's in from got the a very South. country. She's got this super too. thick accent. And then she's like, I've never met a lesbian before. Like you're in literally like the New York of the South. Yeah. And you've never met like a homosexual female before. Yeah. I mean, like everything about her is they wrote her as this small southern town person and if you've never been to atlanta atlanta is not like this that actually makes a little sense though when you see how the movie plays out yeah i mean i don't know maybe maybe it's written that way on purpose but i feel like this movie's not deep enough to really do that but i don't know yeah, I don't know. I feel like Atlanta was a, a bad backstory. Yeah, I should have just picked some small town in Georgia, and that would have made more sense. But uh, So anyway, so Casey ends up, he he walks over to the football field to eat his lunch, and god damn, that's a long walk to eat your lunch. Yeah, <laughs> half your lunch walk. Yeah, not only does he walk to the football field, but then he climbs to the top of the bleachers to eat his lunch up there, like, 
oh man this is the social anxiety walk i guess but um on his way back he finds a strange creature in the grass which he takes to the science teacher mr furlong and uh he thinks casey might have discovered a new species and he's going to send it to the university i thought he kind of jumped a little a little head ahead of himself when he when he said that like like Mr. Furlong knows all the species in the world off the top of his head. Yeah, that was uh, the writers probably didn't go over that very much. Yeah, it's like he's seen it for thirty seconds and it's like I've never seen this shit before. This is a new species. It kind of looks like a shrimp. That's a, <laughs> got that in my notes. So originally, uh, you know, when it's dried out, I put slug. Like it's a slug. Like yeah. it's like a dried out slug. And then once it gets put in the water, it uh it. It looks like a shrimp. shrimp. That's what I, that's what I wrote down. That's definitely a, a shrimp. But it, this this is a really important scene, though. And this is kind of the first important scene. Everything puts kind of character building, showing how all the main characters actually hate each other. But yeah, this is uh, your first indication that this might have something to do with. Could you kind of forget about that beginning scene at this point? No. Yeah, um, if I would have been walking and I'd have seen it, I said, somebody dropped a shrimp over. Somebody else walked over here to eat lunch, too. I'm not by myself. And they dropped a shrimp. <laughs> That's what I would have thought. So during gym, Stan's taking a shower, and he gets an unexpected shower guest, I uh, I would say. <laughs> yeah, very, um, very, very uh, unexpected. It's the very elderly teacher, Miss Brimmel, and she is ripping off her shirt, getting them breasts out. And she's repeating that she can't breathe. And she grabs on to Stan and tells him they want everyone. Yeah, that's what she said, right? Like, they yeah. want everyone. Yeah. And uh, in this scene, there's like a couple shots where her face looks a little like Freddy Krueger. I'm going to be honest. Like, I love this scene. This yeah, is, good this stuff. Is, this is one of my favorite parts for the effects wise, because when her fucking scalp falls off of her head. It's, it's and at this point in the movie for the, when you're watching this for the first time you're really thinking like what the fuck is going on here yeah he kind of tries to console her and in accidentally a, in a very rips odd way. half her scalp off <laughs> yeah this is the best way to put it like her scalp just like you know just kind of falls out in his hand it's good Good. I love it. Yeah, that's good shit. Um, there is, I will go over the whole scene, but I do have a little note for the next scene, which is pretty much Zeke getting confronted by his teacher, Miss Burke, um, which is really not a super important scene, but I do want to point this out because I thought it was really funny. Miss Burke has the same bangs that Gail Weathers has in Scream 3 here. Hmm. Yeah. It might have been part of that rewrite. Yeah, you remember those those was, terrible bangs, those terrible bangs that uh that Courtney Cox got in Scream 3. They're very short, they're very chopped up. Well, it seems that Ms. Burke has copied that look and man, that's it was awful. It was not good. I th- I, I thought as a Scream fan who has seen Scream many times, I thought that was worth a, a mention. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't stick out to me, but I think that was that was in. Well, next little, time you watch it, you're gonna see that and be like, "Yep, those are the same bangs." Uh, so, so then Casey and Bitchface Delilah they sneak into the teachers' lounge and they're looking for dirt on the teachers for the school paper, and they do what I would call some odd flirting in the scene. I thought it was kind of weird. 
Like she kind of accuses Casey of flirting with her because he's calling her a bitch. He call he he calls her on her shit. And uh he make, makes a statement like you can be real cool sometimes and I was like Casey, I haven't seen her be cool <laughs> one fucking time. Um I don't she's, know. She's talking to him. That's that's what's cool. Yeah, he's she's like, showing him attention even though it's like negative attention, I guess. But uh, they end up hiding in the closet and they witness the coach and Miss Olsen attack the school nurse, uh, which you end up kind of seeing that they're kind of passing this like um, parasite thing into the nurse's ear. And then also during this, they discover Miss Brummel's dead body, which is very like mummy. It's very mummy like, I would say. Very dried up. Looks like it's been dried the, for many many years the crypt keeper's mom yes the crypt keeper's mother it is so they end up kind of taking off they end up running out freaking out and as they're running through the hallway casey slips he yells for delilah to help him this bitch just keeps fucking going <laughs> she doesn't even give him like a second glance which once again she's she's a fucking she's terrible self, person self-centered man. she yeah. sucks yeah I can't, no, I can't no stand her. There. Can't stand her. So Casey and his parents, they show up to the school later on with the police, and the teachers pretty much make it look like a big misunderstanding. And uh, Casey's parents, they get upset with him, and he gets grounded. And this is where we find out that Casey only has two porno mags. Only two. Only two. God, those were hard days. What man. a shame. I thought his, his dad pulling them out in front of his mom, though, because his dad clearly knew where they were. Like, it wasn't like he searched for him. He pulled them out. It's like, I've known these were here, but it's part of your punishment. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it would have been cooler if his dad would have just took one and left the other one. Yeah, it would have been a cool cool dad move. So maybe his dad, maybe there's another stash. And his dad's like, I'm not going to let his mom know about this one. Well, you know, really what's really cool, though, is they didn't take his computer. Yeah. Because that's that's where the good stuff is. Well, in 1998, there was some stuff on there. It was, uh, it's going to give you viruses and constant pop-ups yeah. uh, until you completely redo your computer. But remember back back in 1998, just going on like Yahoo and just typing boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, it was so just simple back then. It's just being like boobs. You almost had to, because like I said, if you go to a site, like remember it. You, if you went to a porno site, you was 100% going to get pop-ups after that. And then as a kid, you know, you're kind of standing there like, oh, I, I, I don't know about that. Well, this was a time when um, like Yahoo, like these search companies were really new and they hadn't really put um, like parental limitations on there. It was kind of up to the parent to set that on the computer. It was the wild west. It was the wild wild west, and our our mom did not set parental controls because she just didn't think about that kind of stuff. So you could just go like type in boobs, and pictures of boobs would just. So you didn't have to go to the site. You could just have just like this collage of boobs from the internet that Yahoo just pulled from everywhere. And yeah, they were real small pictures, but when you're like. 12 that's all you need yeah that was a you could draw a set of boobs with crowns that's all you need you don't need much (laughs) so yeah um the next day and i really i really like this scene i'm gonna talk about this scene so the next day casey talks to stokely about aliens in science fiction 
and he kind of tells her his theory about what he thinks going on. This is when this is where they're sitting in the library, and this is such a cool theory. And what he says is basically, what if aliens came here before and pretty much like implanted these ideas about all this stuff? That way, when they came to invade later on, we didn't really think anything of it because we were so used to it being like an entertainment idea that we would never think that it was real. And I think that's like, that's such a cool theory. Yeah. That that was a good theory. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, that ends up not being the case, unfortunately with this movie, but that's just, I don't know. Cause he talks about like, well, you know, what if, uh, what if, you know, Spielberg or something like, what if they implanted this idea in his mind or, or where, where do these people who write these stories, where do they get these ideas? What if something else is giving them these ideas and what is the reason that they're giving these ideas out? And what if that reason is to basically make us think that, oh, this is just Hollywood. This is just entertainment and there's no way this could ever happen. So when it does really happen, we're like, we pretty much don't believe the the people who are trying to tell us it's really happening. Super cool, super cool scene. I remember not really grasping is, this, that a whole lot the first like maybe two times I've seen the movie. This is this is where they're um, talking about invasions of the body. Yeah, so they like, actually no, kind of in the library. It gets a little meta here too because yeah. they actually kind of talk about the movies that they're ripping off of. Yeah, so I, and I thought that was really cool that they do because it's very obvious. This is just kind of an updated, different, like '90s version of those same stories, and I feel like they kind of uh, they kind of shouted that out. You know, they kind of gave credit to the the originals. Uh, I like that. Thought it was interesting. Yeah, it, really cool part, man. Really cool part. Uh, it's a very small part, but I think it's kind of imp- it's not really important to the story, but it it's just a cool idea, and I'm glad they kind of snuck that in there. And then you know, of course, it's it's Kevin Williamson who wrote Scream, which is super meta, and I have a feeling, I have a theory that he kind of snuck that in there. So a little later on, he ends up telling Delilah, Stan, and Stokely that he believes the teachers are being controlled by aliens. Zeke and Mary Beth join the conversation, and shortly after, the group is confronted by the science teacher, Mr. Furlong. Mr. Furlong starts to attack them, and Zeke ends up stabbing him in the eye with the scat pen. Not the scat. The scat Not pen. The scat. I got shit in my eye. <laughs> it's the, shit, the shit pen. You know, it's amazing that Josh Hartnett was had to say scat with a serious face repeatedly. I wonder scene. if the actors knew. They had, like they had to. to. At, least, at least some of them. Uh, they had to. And the fact that he had to say this with a straight face in front of the camera over and over again. Man, that's all. It's got to be hard. But, um, but anyway, it ends up causing this crazy reaction and it kills Mr. Furlong. And the group pretty much now fully believes in Casey's alien theory. So they end up all kind of bailing on school and they all head to Zeke's house where he has this like makeshift lab where he makes his caffeine powder drug scat stuff. 
Zeke uses the creature that they get from the science teacher pretty much to do some like science stuff. And he discovers that the creatures are hijacking the human bodies like parasites, but they need a large amount of water to survive. Uh, I guess that's why the scat kills them because it dries out their bodies. Yeah. So they've showed throughout the movie multiple kind of hints that everybody, all these people in the faculty are consuming massive amounts of water. So that's kind of the first hint towards a weakness. And then uh, they get to his, his lab. What a fucking little science lab for a high school drug dealer. Like, yeah, what? I mean, he had a lab rat. He had, he had, you know, that shit's expensive. Like, well, he's you know, been stealing it from the school. <laughs> you know how, like, the school didn't realize, like, you know, a couple thousand dollars in lab equipment was missing? I'm surprised they didn't assume somebody was making meth. Yeah, uh, that's what DEA the come police in, yeah. would have been in yeah. uh, at some point. But yeah, it was an impressive lab. Yeah, he is uh, extremely smart for a guy who can't fix his hair. Yeah, and in any movie, in any, every in, movie he's, he's got in, got that goddamn calic and everything. Well, you know, it's like he doesn't even try. He doesn't. That's the part of the character. He's just too cool. He's so cool. He doesn't even have to. Yeah, try. he plays the character that's like super cool as a teenager, but then when this guy turns thirty-five, he's like doesn't want to ever look at like his Facebook post from that age because he cringes like so hard. Like, man, what was I thinking? He, yeah, he's just that guy. He he just is. But yeah, so they theorize that if they can kill the leader of the parasite creatures, then everyone would return back to normal. And this is pretty much a theory based upon invasion of the body snatchers mm-hmm. uh, or the or the puppet master. Complete theory, because I, you know, if I was in this situation, I'd be like. Oh uh, shit! I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work. Like parasites normally operate individual to yeah. each other. Like I wouldn't be thinking aliens necessarily. I'd be thinking some ridiculous parasite that got out of control. I'd be like we're putting a lot in on this. This death theory. Plan. Yeah, that is not. If I was in that room, I would. I would be like, man, that's a fucking long shot. Can you imagine? Like when COVID happened, if we were like, well, if we could go back and kill the first guy who got COVID, then all the COVID would die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, kind of similar. Like, yeah, it is like very, I said, yeah. I would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I do love this scene though. This scene, I don't know why got like a, the thing. It is. Where so, they're testing the drugs. I, it's when I think like back to the first time I ever watched this movie, that's the scene for some reason that stands out in my head. This um, scene was written. Um, to basically mimic the blood test scene from the, the thing. thing. Yeah. 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 I did read that, that the whole reason that they wrote this scene and like they, they mirrored the blood test scene from, from the thing. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Like I said, I don't know why it's just one of, one of my favorite scenes. It's one of the, the first one when I think back to watching it, that's, that's what comes to my head. Yeah, why does Zeke keep a gun in his lab? Like, is he protecting his He's stash of caffeine dealer. pills? He's protecting the scat. Yeah, but does <laughs> people want to break in and steal a scat that bad? I don't know. Well, there's that scene where, uh, you know, they come up to him and they're like really wanting some scat. Like those two guys. Uh, like, yeah, Danny Masterson. Yeah, Danny Masterson <laughs> and the other guy, whoever that is. The who like, didn't make it as like, famous. Hey, man, we need some more of that shit. Yeah. Like, we need the scat bad. Well, there is like... So when you watch this movie, there's actually like a ton of actors 
in this movie that they were obviously not famous at all when they did this movie who they ended up being a lot more famous before you know like you got danny masterson's in there there's also that guy that uh you know he's been in like quite a few movies i can't think of his name but one of his big movies was he's in the original scary movie as like the boyfriend but yeah there's like just these kind of people that were like nobody actors at the time that are just sprinkled throughout this movie that ended up being a lot bigger later on so they were hip yeah um yeah this is like some of these people in this movie we'll talk about it later on the end uh, at the end of the episode but some of these big actors these main actors these are their first or second movie ever but yeah so zeke makes everyone take a hit of his drug to prove they aren't infected by the parasite and it is revealed that bitch face delilah has been infected this whole time of course yeah of course you know what this actually that makes sense we get to be look further back on in the movie whenever her and casey take off and he goes and gets to police she's nowhere to be found she leaves mm-hmm. them i assume that this is when that happened yeah so i did look into this actually and this is a uh, kind of a little bit of debated theory about when she actually gets infected and people a lot of people kind of say that when she went home like when she pretty much leaves Casey behind, she gets infected there because when he sees her the next day, she's actually wearing glasses and not contacts. And the theory behind that is so everybody else who gets infected, they are better looking. They're more attractive, if you notice. She becomes, a, you know, I guess what you would consider less attractive because she's wearing glasses. She's not all done up like normal. And so the theory is that she could not wear her contacts because contacts dry your eyes out. And we know that these creatures need all the water that they can get. So the theory is soon as she kind of left the school and went home, they pretty much went after her. She doesn't have two parents at home like Casey does. So it's easier for the faculty to go after her. Like her, she, she mentions her mother's like an alcoholic. So she went home to either nobody or maybe a passed out parent. And it was easier for them to get to her. Plus they really only needed to get to one. So they could pretty much have like a plant in the group of students that was, you know, kind of figuring out what was going on. So yeah, yeah, that's that's a theory. That's an interesting theory. I don't know if the writers uh, jumped that deep into something. It'd be really cool to know that that's, that's, that's what the plan was. I do love how the scene, like Zeke is telling everybody, you got to do these drugs. And then he's like, Oh, I don't get high on my own supply. Like that's a huge red flag. If somebody told me that. Like, I would totally do some scat, I guess, <laughs> to prove that I'm not a murderous alien parasite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so she, you know, once it's discovered that it's her, she destroys Zeke's lab so he can't make many, any more of the scat. And uh, she takes off running. She pretty much busts out the door. There's a waiting car outside with the faculty in it. Did you see Stokely comes out that door busting that fucking gun like one handed like she looks like she shoots guns one handed on the regular. Like I I didn't actually I never noticed this until this last like viewing. I I don't know how like never really like I always knew somebody kind of like runs out the door shooting at her. I didn't realize it was Stokely. 
And I didn't realize like how comfortable she was with that gun. <laughs> yeah, it sucks that she missed her from really close. Like, yeah, it's uh, a revolver, but yeah, I mean, and she's like a seventeen-year-old girl, you know. Whatever, doesn't but. she take it though? And she like give it to me? I'll yeah, do she's it. She's like, she I'll fucking shoot her it. in the face. Yeah, I mean, they're enemies I though. You know, if I knew this girl, Delilah, I would probably did the same thing. Yeah, they like hate each other, <laughs> and she's it. like, I'll fucking shoot. I've been her waiting in the face. to shoot her for months now. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> She yeah, she was uh she was on it though. I, I I thought that was real cool. But um so the group realizes that most of the town has been taken over and they decide to go to the big football game, hunt down the Queen Alien. They believe that it must be Principal Drake. You know, she's I guess the theory is she's in charge of the faculty, so she must also be in charge of the aliens. Yeah. Kind and of as, a weak as a theory. Viewer, you know that this isn't the case based off the the beginning of the movie yeah. um, that she wasn't the, the original, but kind of a weak yeah, theory. I guess I if think. You're, I, yeah. I guess if you're, well, this whole thing's a weak theory, like yeah. the whole, like we got to kill the queen and we'll kill them all. Was, I mean, it's right, but I, you know, in hindsight it was right, but I would think it was really weak theory, but Hey, they got to start somewhere. Yeah. So that, just that football team is, I just want to throw this in there. They are absolutely fucking destroying that poor other team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as they're kind of um, taking them out, they're infecting because like they got the other t- the other towns, obviously, there to watch the game, too. And they are infecting the other town now. So pretty much they've they've hit this town and they're using the football game to now spread over into the next town. And this is pretty much their plan for this invasion. So use this football game as a stepping stone into the next uh, chunk of people. But yeah, so once they get there, uh, they end up trapping Principal Drake in the gym and they shoot her in the head. She comes back from the dead and Mary Beth dumps pretty much 90% of uh, Zeke's scat collection all, all over her to kill her. Just pretty much just throws it all over her like dust and she turns to dust. In hindsight, this makes sense as to why she did yeah. that too. Uh, so I really like that um, being thrown in there. But I, uh, I, I loved her death scene as well. When yeah, when she like melts. Well, it was uh, really that was done. That was uh, really cool. What's really cool about that scene too is it was they shoot her in the head first, and she you know starts bleeding from her head, and you're almost questioning like, oh, was wait a minute. Like, is she not an alien? Like, did I miss a part or something? Like, what what's going on? But then she, yeah, she comes back. She kind of comes back from the dead within a few seconds. She even has the characters like, oh, man, we just killed somebody, like an innocent person. She comes back. Mary Beth, pretty much. I guess Mary Beth, uh hey this is the queen this if we just kill her like we can use all of this stuff now and she once we kill her the rest everybody else will be fine i guess that was kind of i guess that's what it was supposed to look like but anyway uh so stan decides he's gonna run out to the football field and he's gonna see if uh, pretty much this killing the queen thing worked out and uh so stan gets back and he's infected they I got love- him love the shot too when he goes out there and it's like nighttime and the whole football team's like looking up and they got the tentacles coming out of their face and stuff thought that was really cool but i was so bummed when they got stan not gonna lie yeah 
Yeah, he he almost gets them to kind of open the door too. You know, like he he almost tricks them into it. You as a viewer don't eat like you're like, damn man, like you don't want it to be him too, because he is a likable character. But they got him. You know, he's he's on the other team now. I I love when when they do that too. Um, they kind of leave you as the viewer guessing too, because uh, yep. you're thinking to yourself, well, I'd probably let him in. Or, or there's no way I'd let him in. But either way, like, you don't know in that moment. And up until, like, he dumped the scat all over the ground. The last one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was I was kind of thinking they probably should have let him in. Yeah, so he dumps the last, uh, last little bit of scat out. And Zeke thinks he has a couple more in his car. He and Casey go out to the car, and they they end up splitting up because the infected football team is now kind of chasing them. They use Casey as a decoy. And uh, why did Stan go put his football pads on? <laughs> you see that. So now that Stan is infected, the football team is now chasing Zeke and Casey, and Stan is kind of leading the football team, and Stan has went and got like his whole football pads and uniform on for this chase scene. <laughs> I'm just like what? He's like I'm. I'm back on the team, coach. I, I just, yeah, coach had his pad like, ready. Like what? Okay, thought that was weird. Had to match the rest of the team. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's it. But uh, after some alien human flirting, uh, Zeke kills Miss Burke by crashing his car into a bus, and then he starts back to the gym, and he found three pins full of scat. scat. Now. You know, we cut back to the gym and Mary Beth reveals to Stokely that she is the queen alien. Love, love that. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah. Uh, Going back the first time I seen this movie, uh, I did not see that coming. No, that was a good reveal. And it it makes so much sense. Like the new girl that just came and everything started going down. That bitch. Um, Yeah, I absolutely love that. Uh, I didn't did not see it coming. Well, she takes the drug. So you think, you know, she's clear. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I went out the first time I've seen this, I went back to see if you could actually see the tentacle and like her not take it. You, you can't. Yeah. They met, they, I wish a mistake. they would have put that. In. Yeah. They make a little mistake there. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, you can't see her directly take it either because she throws her head back. But I wish that they would have put the little just just the a cat. little like tentacle or the cat. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Something in there. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, so she reveals that she is the queen alien, that she had fake taken the drugs earlier in Zeke's lab. Stokely and Casey, they take off running, and now they have a giant alien version of Mary Beth who is chasing behind them. And what's crazy is this very giant creature was hiding in this teenage girl's body. <laughs> but uh, so, Tight fit. Yeah, I'd say. So Zeke catches up to the gang and they're in this locker room and uh, he discovers Mary Beth completely naked and Stokely is now infected. Uh, They both attack Zeke, but Casey kind of shows up. He locks Stokely up in a cage and uh, Mary Beth ends up throwing Zeke kind of across the locker room, knocking him out and pretty much leaves, you know, Mary Beth versus Casey. We got one on one, one on one final battle. And uh, during her explanation of pretty much like where she came from and why she came to like Earth or whatever, she actually kind of at least somewhat disproves Casey's theory from the library, which like kind of sucks. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess she doesn't completely disprove it, but, you know, she doesn't really 
she doesn't really like she pretty much what was her explanation is she you know left her world and came she didn't really say why she left her world i think no, she's like drying up or something yeah. she just says she escapes her world and she came there and um yeah it was she didn't give like a whole lot of explanation but essentially she wanted to come to earth and she's seen basically people weren't being themselves and they were you know, pretending to be other people to make other people happy. And she thought that she could change that. And that's pretty much why this whole invasion thing started. But uh, Casey doesn't really give a shit. So he's he he's going to, yeah. you know, do what he's got to do. It's kind of a weak excuse to invade a planet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Mary Beth, she transforms back into the giant alien. She chases Casey through the gym. Casey traps her behind the bleachers and he stabs her in the face with the last scat pin and it turns her to dust. What an MVP move by him with the bleachers. Like, you know, most of the time you put yourself in scary movies and you think I would have did this. I would have done that. I would have never fucking thought. No, I ran right out the gym. To turn the bleachers <laughs> on and and take off running down. I'm like, I mean, and had he not done that, how in the hell would he have ever gotten away from this giant fucking like alien? No, no, she's huge. It was just a good thinking. Good thing it's up there with uh with David. Yeah. <laughs> um. Why didn't she just turn back into human form and get unstuck though? Because. She was pissed. I don't know. <laughs> if you make her mad enough, she becomes a giant alien. Nah. Just a queen. I guess. Yeah. She's in her final form. It, she can because of the pool scene before that, which I love that shot, by the way. The above shot of the alien swimming through the pool. Yeah. And then it like morphs back into her body uh, and it's underwater swimming. I did say from a cinematography level, I, I love that scene. thought that was really cool. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I don't know, maybe she was just like so, I don't know, just so focused on get. and plus she like launches the little like shrimp things at Casey and they start kind of digging mm-hmm. into his face. So maybe she thought, I don't know, that she had like he had, she had enough time to take over his body before he could stab her with the with the pen. Yeah, could you kind of think that? Like, or maybe oh, she doesn't know he even oh, has the pen. Shit. She is- thinks they're all gone. Is he going to be the new queen? Is that how, how it's yeah. going to end? Like he becomes, you know, that's, I mean, that, that I would know. be a bad ending. I don't know the her, the alien politics. Does he take over next? I don't know. But yeah, so after the queen's death, Casey goes back to check on Stokely. And he finds her back to normal and the parasite's dead on the floor. Uh, Zeke kind of jump. he kind of pops up, does a little uh, jump scare. But he is kind of, he's back re- reunited. And he seems fine. And uh, the next scene is one month later. And everyone has turned back into themselves. Casey is now a national hero. And dating... (laughs) Fucking dating Delilah. Of course. Um, He's now the most popular guy. So, of course, Delilah is now with the new most popular guy. She's a bitch. Did you see that um, Casey actually has his hair like styled now? Yeah, he got he he found some of that yeah, that, found that uh, gel. old LA looks. The LA, LA looks <laughs> gel. Um, so Stan, Stan and Stokely are now dating. I hate the fact that Stokely has now changed her appearance, though. Yeah, like she's wearing like a purple sweater, 
Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, she's, man. She's been saved, so now she's she's not goth. Oh, uh, like, yeah. She probably, she's, probably like, goes no, to church she now. She should have stayed, like, stayed true to herself. She yeah, was, I hate yeah, that. Yeah, I hate that. Oh, one, man. That one thing me. I do love about the end, though, was the news report. With the, the police and the FBI not believing the students over it being extraterrestrial. That's that's totally 100% yeah. believable. Like, that's what would happen. Yeah, nationally, you know, there's a big debate whether or not it was a hoax or whether it was a real alien invasion, which is kind of cool. But, yeah, I mean, you know, Casey's on magazines and stuff and kind of considered a hero. And there's a bunch of media there at the school still kind of doing stories on it. And I don't know, Casey seems kind of like, I don't know, he's kind of weird about it, I think. He's like, oh, you know, is it local news or national news? It's like too much of Delilah has rubbed off on Casey. (laughs) I don't like it. I was really hoping that Delilah would just be dead at the end. That would have been the perfect ending if um, Delilah would just be dead and Casey met like a cool nerd girl. Whatever. Hate that. Hate 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 that he's dating Delilah. Hate that um that Stokely is wearing purple sweaters. And uh it, yeah, so and also Zeke has taken Stan's spot on the football team. Yeah, what the hell the drug the like cool drug dealer guy is now uh the star quarterback. Yeah, um yeah, I'm about to bring up something else too that I, I've been waiting to bring up what is the deal with the Miss Burke Zeke sexual tension yeah that that is I thought that would go somewhere in the movie I didn't really remember that whenever I watched it recently it's been a couple of years very odd considering they're playing teenagers which of course like every uh, horror movie they're like you know, 26, 27 year old teenagers all throughout high school. They do that in every movie. But yeah, it's, it was very strange. Well, I understand like him having a crush on her, but why the fuck does she have a crush on him? If she wants like, she's like 35 yeah. and he's like 19. Yeah. And she's like actively kind of wanting to fuck him. Yeah. It's very, every very scene, strange. every scene that they're in together, there's sexual tension with them too. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and it never really goes anywhere. Explains it's, that it's really weird, and I don't know why they wrote that in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That that's definitely pretty weird. I'm pretty sure Miss Burke is fucking a guy on the football team, and she's like probably forty. I don't know. It's fucking weird. And her head got cut off. D- whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the faculty. Yeah. That is, and then cue the Oasis uh, uh, outro music. Oh, I didn't, yeah, yes. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even, uh, sound- didn't even realize. I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah, we we come in with the Offspring, and we go out with Oasis. Um, it's very, the soundtrack is great. So the soundtrack, the soundtrack is actually done. They brought in the same guy who did the soundtrack for the first Scream. Mm, well, that makes yeah. sense because I love that soundtrack too. Yeah, definitely nostalgia, childhood. It's it's good shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely brought him in. They really wanted that same feel that kind of Scream had. They 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 were really trying to capture that magic with this movie. So let's talk about some. I got a couple things about you know a little bit of behind the scenes or a little bit of facts about the movie. 
This was Jordana Brewster's film debut, and this was Josh Hartnett's second feature film. Uh, two two people who ended up blowing up to be pretty big film stars. This is kind of mm. kind of the beginning of their film career here. Uh, so we already talked about, you know, I already kind of pulled one out earlier, but yeah, the film was originally written in 1990. No studios wanted it. That he, they shopped it around to every studio and just nobody was interested until 96 and the success of Scream. And then it was purchased by Miramax and rushed into production. So uh, the original title for the movie was The Feelers. God, and now I like the faculty. <laughs> the Feelers. No. That sounds terrible. Yeah, no, I don't no. even understand that that has anything to do with this movie. No, that's terrible. Yeah. They definitely scored on that name change. The feelers. Uh, weird thinking that if we never had Scream, which would be terrible, but if we never had Scream, we may never have the faculty. Yeah. Like that, and that movie was so big, it kind of, ch- and wonder how many other movies we wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, so Scream is really that, it's like one of those movies where you can set a timeline, like it's part of a timeline of horror movies where it, it literally sent horror in a certain direction. So that's, that's what's really cool about that movie. But another another interesting thing on this film set, Elijah Wood heard about the up and coming Lord of the Rings movies being made. Ah. And this is where he was convinced to send his audition tape into Peter Jackson for a role. And he had never even read any of the books. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's, so, that's a good one. He still got uh, Middle Earth and the entire Shire to save. Yeah, this well, I mean, this that ended up changing his life too. Yeah. You know, he, he was a kind of you know he was a bigger actor at that time, but Lord of the Rings, you know, shot him into like this whole different whole oh, different yeah. thing. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a whole whole nother level. Yeah. Um, it was just this movie was just recently reissued on Blu-ray in 2021. So. Not not too long ago, actually, they finally Blu-rayed it up. Yeah, I do not have the Blu-ray yet. No, I think your copy is uh, it's on that one with like seven other movies. Yeah, it was cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so this is cool. When discussing the aliens having a master, the first person to refer to the head alien as a queen and calling it her a her was Mary Beth foreshadowing herself as the queen alien. Ah. Yeah. I like that. That is That's super cool. I didn't. That is super I didn't cool. Notice. Yeah, she pretty much sneaks in there like she's a queen and she's a her. Yeah. But she's not me. Yeah. Yeah. Totally not me. But I'm they from do Atlanta. it so good you never think that no, like never one thing up on I that. love about this movie is yeah. that it's her and you never see it coming. Like she's just like the sweet southern girl from you know, tiny little town, Atlanta mm-hmm. in Georgia. And it just kind of, she's just the last person you think of. Yeah, definitely really cool thing to like sneak in there. And I just thought that was awesome. Zeke is technically the only character that doesn't get infected. And in my opinion, that would make Zeke the RJ McCready of this movie. Mm, yeah. So I did notice that. Because he gets this, he gets thrown across the locker room at the end, mm. and I was like, "Well, I don't know if it, it's just uh, it's just down to Casey, no. or or if he gets infected." But then at the end, he does that jump scare, which I don't know why the hell you would do that in this situation. I would be pissed. I'd be like, "Why the fuck would you do that?" Like, 
But uh, he pops up and he does not look like he has been infected. It looks like he just got up from getting thrown across the room. So I guess because like, Casey, technically, they're like getting in his skin, but they don't actually take over his body. But technically, you know, he, they did kind of get oh. in him. But Zeke is the only one that never actually had like the parasite in and like on him or in him. So, yeah, that, that's infected. Yeah. I mean, if you get a parasite inside you, you get a ringworm in your stomach, even if it's just for a second, you you got infected. That's uh, but yeah, let's uh, we'll move on to kills and ratings. So Cinemorgue says that this movie has five deaths in it. Those deaths are Mr. Furlong, Mary Beth, Nurse Rosa Harper, Principal Drake, and Miss Brummel. Now, I do not remember the nurse dying. Do you? No, did, did, they, did they count the shower? Is that the last one you mentioned? Yeah, Miss Brummel. Brummel? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. The nurse dying. Yeah. Um. She, she. She's not the one who when they're in the closet. Uh, she comes in there. So the last time that we see the nurse, uh, with my memory, her ear, right? She gets you know they put the thing in her ear, whatever, and then you know Casey and them they run out, and then they run into the principal in the hallway, and they're like, oh blah blah blah, they just attacked the nurse, and the principal's like, oh well that's weird, and they turn around, and the nurse and the two and the coach and the other teacher are standing there, so now the nurse is now obviously turned into an well, alien, the, and that's the last time I remember seeing the nurse. No, you actually see her again. She's how they got the whole school because she's doing oh yeah, that's right, that's right. She's doing like random ear checkups on everybody. What they're really doing is infecting the the entire school. Yeah. Um, so I don't remember her dying. Don't remember that. her dying either. And then Maybe it's a deleted scene. Yeah, and then uh, so there's another thing too where apparently uh, the science teacher, Mister Furlong, is in the very end of the movie where he just has an eye patch on now. And I had watched a movie twice and I did not see him in the end of the movie. So I think that there's maybe some deleted scenes or stuff with this movie that maybe you need like a a DVD or something like with special features or something that we're missing. Because I don't recall those those two. I don't I don't I don't recall that stuff about those two. Yeah. Yeah. I so in my opinion, off my memory, like, you know, solid deaths are just three. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll go with three there mm-hmm. until we see the deleted scenes. I don't know. I would give the kill ratings like a 2.5. Yeah. Not, not, and that's, not great kill. That's for Miss Bremel, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was um, so. Miss Bremel was my favorite kill. She carries um, the two, and the point five goes to Principal her Drake. <laughs> dry ass body falling apart because she couldn't handle the parasite. Uh, her scalp falling off is my my favorite. If you put kills, if you count that as a kill scene, she's dying there. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, the other ones too, they kind of use some CGI and stuff, and it wasn't all that great back then. Uh, Principal Drake too. That that one wasn't bad. She gets capped in the head and then kind of melts <laughs> like a slug with salt. I'll be honest, I thought Principal Drake was hot too. She she was a, was attractive. a good looking principal. Yeah. That's for sure. That is not what my principal looked like. No. 
my favorite, I think we can both agree the favorite kill was Miss Primal. Yeah, we I don't think we need to debate that. That was really the only like super great kill in this movie. I don't know, you want to do rating? Yep. Yep. You wanna go first? Um, yeah, I'll go first this time. You went mm. first last time. So I would give this a, a solid three point seven. Mm. That was uh I thought it was a good movie. Uh, probably higher uh rating due to the nostalgia, the remembering this from being a kid, just that whole time, that whole time period. Definitely special. I I I think the acting was good. Um I think the surprises, like the surprise, there was a couple surprises throughout the movie, but especially the end um, where you find out who the queen is. I thought that was really good. And, you know, I, overall, I think it was a great movie. Not big on like cinematography. Kills aren't amazing. But the time, uh, I thought all the actors did pretty well. And I thought they did a really good job with really kind of a who's done it kind of feel where it's like who is this queen and the reveal was really good i had 3.7 yeah um i'm gonna go 3.7 too this is this is just a fun movie i mean it that's it's really pretty simple this is a, a fun movie that's supposed to be just entertaining it's you know not breaking any boundaries it's admitting that it's really a ripoff of like body snatchers or the thing it's just one of those kind of movies where something is kind of slowly taking everybody over and you don't know who to trust. You don't know really who's like kind of the main bad guy and the main bad guy is obviously like in the core group. And at the end, you get that surprise of who it is. And it does all that stuff really well. It has some plot points that are, you know, not great or predictable. But overall, this movie is fun. It does what it's you know, set out to do. And it's, you know, it's, it's a solid 3.7 and it's, I think it's always going to be a fun movie to go back and watch. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have like, it's not shot amazing. It doesn't have all these amazing camera shots, but it's just fun. It's just a fun movie. And I, you know, don't see any reason of knocking maybe the small little negative things about it. Uh, I really have a good time watching this movie. This is a fun movie to watch with friends. It, you know, just a good time. Good time. I'm glad we covered it. I'm glad I went back and watched it again. I, for me, it is a kind of a classic movie, kind of movie I grew up watching. Yeah, solid 3.7 for sure. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. You know, definitely not an original story. It's been done many times before. But I think the fact that they acknowledge that in the movie, I, you know, I, I give them some extra points for that. Fun movie. Yeah, definitely fun. Well, uh, that's going to be it for the faculty. I don't know. You, did we already discuss what we're doing next? Uh, no, not not for sure. We got we got a couple things that are possibilities, but I don't think we have a for sure one nailed down yet yeah i don't know maybe we'll do a little bit of a new kind of like the last two movies done a little older movies maybe maybe we'll try to do a little bit of a newer movie maybe like an x yeah we're you know we're gonna we want to kind of bounce it around a little bit and do a little older do newer we do plan to do some really good movies that are kind of 
held really high standard. And then we want to do some absolute terrible movies where we pretty much can sit here and just talk shit about it the whole entire time. We're kind of just going to bounce around everywhere. But the next movie may is probably going to be a newer movie. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, you got anything else you want to you want to throw in here? No, oh, I think that wraps it up. Go, go, go check out The Faculty if you haven't seen it. It's a great movie. Yeah. And uh, I guess I'm going to leave it on the last words of um, make sure you uh, stay off the scat. Yeah, do do not do too much of the scat. And if yeah. if you know any family members that are having problems with scat, make sure that they get help. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we, there's a scat helpline. Actually, we we need to. We'll put it in the show notes. Absolutely. Definitely put the the number for the scat hotline in the show notes. Don't don't be full of shit. No. Stay off the scat. Well, thanks for listening. Later. <laughs>